Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the technical, film-o-matic, cynical side. Film-o-matic? I know, I like that. I just went with it. Not a word. <laughs> uh, Not yet. And mine being the hopeless romantic. I feel like mine's so boring now. You've got all these fun adjectives. You could go for it. Spin something out. Hopeless chemistry addict. Okay, great. <laughs> romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we're taking a look at the last of the summer fling films from Hallmark. Uh, two Tickets to Paradise. Can, can I do it? Go Go for it. Two tickets to paradise. I mean, it's they. I have to say, they've been they've been pushing this movie hard all summer long. I have been singing this nonstop, and Hamilton loves it. It gets in my head. Like <laughs> as soon as I hear it, it's just in my head all day. So uh, they spent some money to get the rights to the song, obviously, and that commercial is just playing nonstop. So I have to tell you right off the bat, I was not looking forward to this one just because that commercial just kept hammering it into oh me. so good so yeah it's the it's the last one uh i i'll say you know we'll do our our top uh four films for the summer at the end of the podcast here uh but i will say this i think overall this batch of films was a lot better than last year so love to see hallmark improving um you know every year so that's that's really great so overall i think they did an awesome job yes i would definitely agree with that but let's talk about two tickets to paradise so stephanie Yes, Hamilton. Is this film? I got. I got to think of some some fresh, some fresh summer ones. Is this film one that you would watch while? Oh, I got one. One that you would watch while you were on a plane to Hawaii. Like maybe for, with a for, with a ticket to <laughs> to paradise. With, oh my god! And there would be two of them because you yep. would be with me. Yep. Is this is this one you'd watch on the plane to Hawaii? Is this one that maybe you'd have on in your hotel room while you're waiting on room service? You're kind of watching, not sort of watching. Or is this one that you wouldn't want to watch again because you're at the beach and you don't you don't care right now? I want to be at the beach. Yep. Sipping a, not a coconut drink because I'm not a coconut fan. But no, you're not. Maybe in a pineapple. Okay, sure. Uh, drink, watching this movie. So you you would watch this one again? I would watch this one again. Okay. Yes. Okay. I am gonna go so far to say that I loved this movie. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm a fan. Everyone was raving over it. We did the poll, and everyone said this was their favorite, and I was like, okay. I had my doubts, and I'll tell you why. But this movie was fantastic, and it gave me everything that I wanted from it. Great. I, I mean, I will say it was very summery. What what about you? Would would you watch this one again? No, I would I would not watch this. No, one again. I did not. No I did not way. Like this, movie. this, I mean, so from and we'll, obviously we'll talk about why, but from a technical standpoint, I think there was a lot of missteps here. Um, uh, I don't know, and it, and it and it kills me because I love Ashley Williams so much, and yeah, it just it it missed the mark for me, and and I hate it because I know a lot of people liked it. I know this one was very popular. But for me, it just it just did not do it. And again, we'll, we'll talk about why, but a lot of it, I think, was technical um, for me. So I'm sorry out there. I'm so surprised. I thought we were both feeling the same thing when we were watching. No. Because uh -uh. I, I like I almost like tuned out towards the end of it, too. Because, you know, um, we don't we don't we watch this movie together and we take our notes, but we don't ever talk about it until we do the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I never I mean, sometimes I can kind of get a vibe of like how you're feeling about it with like your grunts or whatever. <laughs> but I felt like we were laughing at the same things and I and maybe smiling at the same things. So I would look over and I thought that I felt that you were feeling what I was feeling. No, I mean, so this is very surprising for me. Don't, don't get me wrong. There were some cute parts here, uh, but overall it, it just, it just missed the mark. And let's, let's dive in and really kind of take apart. Cause I'm curious to see what you, what you loved about it. So, <laughs> let's dive in. Because uh, why don't you, I think I'm going to convert you by the end of this podcast. We'll see. We'll see. So why don't you start off with the conversion by giving us that, that world famous uh, plot summary of yours. Well, if you if you don't convert yourself to thinking that you love this movie after my plot summary, well, then <laughs> go go for it. I give up. Go for it. 
When Hannah and Josh both get dumped on their wedding days, they find themselves brought together, if only to encourage one another to go on their solo honeymoons. But they continue to run into each other in the airport, at the hotel, so they give in and decide spending time together might help their heartbreak. They come to realizations about themselves and form new ideas of what love is. And those two tickets to Hawaii led their hearts not only to paradise, but also to each other. Nice. Yeah, that was good. You like what no, I did the there? No, the end part was very nice. It was very nice. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, obviously, obviously we have, you know, Ashley Williams, who I am, I'm a huge fan. She was one of the, the first Hallmark actors who I just absolutely fell in love with. I, I love her, her style, um, her delivery, like everything she's in. I'm, I'm usually a, a really big fan of it. Yeah, I, I love her also. Her energy, her vibe, you know? You are like her champion. Like you've loved all the Hallmark movies. I, you know, you loved her and how I met your mother. You thought like she should have been she the was mother. The one. I, and again, you know, honestly, she should have been the, like, she was perfect. She was absolutely perfect. Ted was an idiot, but we won't get there. Um, but I have to say she really went all out for this movie. First of all, her name is Hannah Holt. What a great name. Yeah. I got some alliteration. It almost sounds like a superhero. It, it reminded me of Hannah Hunt. Which is like your favorite Vampire Weekend song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought I, was I thought too. you were gonna like that. I did. I did again. There's there's parts of this movie that I like. I just w- would not watch this again. Um, well, I'm gonna say this is my favorite Ashley Williams movie that she's done with Hallmark. I thought she was superb. Mm-hmm. She is amazing at physical comedy, and I love that she brought that to mm-hmm. to the movie. Um, I love to see it, and I just thought I loved her character. She made me laugh. Like she had so many funny lines, and I just, yeah, I just really enjoyed her in this movie. Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't know if I would call it her best. Uh, I'm trying to think of. I'm gonna have to look, go back to her. Catalog. You can't. You can't. Can you? This I'm is this is her best one. Go back to her catalog and look. But no, she she was great in this role. Very well casted. Uh, and obviously, uh, opposite her, we have Ryan Pavey, who I know is not your favorite. And he, you know, he's hit or miss for me. I think we we said that he's best if he's time traveling into the Victorian age. He plays it perfectly. Not your favorite. What did you think about him in this? Yes. Yeah, so. If you listen to the podcast, and, you know, God bless him, uh, Ryan Pavey has so many fans, and he does not need me. But this, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Th- I think this is my favorite Ryan Pavey movie. Over our Victorian Christmas. I think, I think I've become a, a pa- I don't know what his Pavey fans are called. Pavey, pavers, pavers, pavers. <laughs> um, I think I'm a paver. <laughs> I think I've become a paver. Perfect. So, ti- a timeless Christmas was my favorite Ryan Pavey. Pavey movie mm-hmm. because I just thought he played that beautifully. Him and Aaron Cahill were magic together, they and really I were. adore that movie. And you know, something else he usually plays, you know, that like buttoned up sort of like businessman, businessman that's just kind of dry and like not a whole bunch of like personality to his characters. Yeah. And that's just the roles that he's played so far. So I've never like fully been pulled in. But this role he plays josh and he is just like laid back he's not stuffy he like he it just felt super authentic to me and i was a fan of of josh i was a fan of his character and i thought ryan played him beautifully and i wasn't sure I was a little nervous about this movie because Ashley Williams is so like big and funny and has so much personality and the roles that I'm used to Ryan playing, I, that's what I was imagining. So I was like, there's no way I just did not think this pairing was going to work for me. And oh my gosh. Yeah. One of our listeners actually messaged me and told me, I think this movie is going to change your mind. And she's absolutely right. And, and, and it did. I mean, uh, I, I feel like I'm in the same boat with you uh, about Pavey. Um, you know, he, I, I don't dislike him. You know, I wouldn't go, I don't just, dis- I don't dislike, I don't dislike his acting. Like if he's in a movie, I'm not, you know, 
uh, angry about it, but he really has never been able to click for me except for in that Victorian Christmas. So um, this was the perfect role for him. I, I agree 100% with you. He played this beautifully. I think this type of character is what he needs to be playing because authentic. He's so authentic that his Canadian accent comes out a lot in this film. He seemed relaxed. He seemed to be into his character, and it just it just worked. And so while um, you know this is not one that I would like to watch again, I, I think that he did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job, and I think obviously Ashley did a great job too. So great casting and great chemistry together. Well, so far, I mean, I haven't heard you say anything negative. We so. haven't talked any technical yet. <laughs> you know, we we've yet to get into the technical aspect and the end of this film. Uh, so we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's let's talk about the meat cute. Um, (laughs) so what a a meat cute this is. What a, what a situation. I don't know about you. Well, I'm assuming you didn't like it because you said you wouldn't watch this movie again, but I really enjoyed this meat cute. They both get dumped at the altar pretty much. Uh, what a devastating thing. Hannah doesn't even get to see her man. He just like, she hears it from her sister, which is crazy. Like insane. uh, And then Josh has his fiance show up like meet me in the back of the meet me in the back is just like a text and then she's there in like a sweatshirt with the rings and it's just like we both know this isn't what we want and i'm just like what like who does that right and that's and that's one of the things that really bothered me and i, I think they were trying to make it sort of absurd and humorous uh at these points it, like so ridiculous and i think overall that's what this movie was trying to go for they were trying to go for this level of absurdity and humor and it, it, it missed for me in, in certain areas. And this was one of them where this aspect happens and it just, it just didn't land. Like, uh, you know, you know, Hannah's like crying in the bathroom and like the mom is worried about the dress and it's just, it just didn't, didn't click for me. Did it, it work for you? Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed to go by a little quick. I, I felt like they were just trying to establish like, you know, the breakups like it, they weren't going to go too far into it and right. so and they just wanted the let's and, get yeah. to them meeting and then you know we only have so much time so i understood that they were just trying to like say they're getting broken up with so it was it did go by very quick and you're kind of just like oh wow like you know they're going to get broken up with but how it was done was kind of crazy but i think yes it was just supposed to be humorous so i didn't mind it i have to say i thought that Ashley Williams looked beautiful in the beginning in her <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> I was sad for her, um, but I love that she like literally jumps out a window and goes running barefoot down the hallway. Like, and that's like the physical, like to me, that was just so funny. Like she's just like booking it down, yeah. down the hallway in that wedding dress. Um, well, did you notice, you know, when she does, you know, we're, we're talking about the meet cute here, you know, in a roundabout way. Uh, did you, do you notice when she does see him, she, the green screen behind her, like hardcore green screen behind her. And, you know, we've been called out on this pod. I'm sorry. I've been called out specifically on this podcast for calling out green screen and directors will message me and say, there's, there's not green screen there. I am willing to bet my street cred that there was green screen behind Ashley Williams in that scene because it just, it, it, it's green screen. Well, I don't know what kind of bet that's going to be. Cause I don't know that you have much, I've got much major street, street cred, cred. <laughs> major street cred, but Yes, I, I would probably be willing to bet my street cred uh, on that as well, which, again, you know, we've talked to enough people to know that it could have been anything. It could have been whether they they actually filmed this movie in Hawaii. So I don't know that that location would have worked. I don't know if there's like a place like that in Hawaii that it could have made it work. So maybe they had to green screen the background. Um, you know, they did what they had to do. Yes, it was noticeable, but did it bother me? Not really, okay. because when these two meet, I felt like this was like, it was a, just a wonderful meet cute. Yeah, she sits on his coffee, that poor coffee. <laughs> um, But I just, I really liked it. Like, they're both broken, but like Josh, and this is when I just like, I was like, wait, who, pa- Mr. Pavey, who is this? <laughs> like, I don't know this laid hello, back hello, guys. Sir. Like, he was just so calm and so uh soothing like and just like the his demeanor he was just so relaxed and he was just coming up with these like wise words and like helping calm her down and i immediately was like what is happening this is like 
this is amazing. And I, I really loved that scene. I love that he's like calming her down. Yeah. And then they talk each other into like doing their solo honeymoons. And I thought that was really cute that they're like helping each other through this like crazy time. Well, I even have in my notes, Pavey's growing on me. This was, this was a scene where I was like, you know what? Pavey's growing on me. I could, I couldn't believe it. And it, not Ryan Pavey. I mean, we're calling him Pavey, but it's just the characters he's played before. I don't know that I've seen him play such like a cool, calm, like laid back, so laid back character before. It did. It just felt like, I don't know if, if for me, it felt maybe like this is maybe true to like who Ryan is as a person, like in real life. Yeah. It, it just felt so authentic. And we use that word before, but I, I just felt, I don't know. It just felt right. You know, and, you know, thinking back to this scene and just uh, the sort of the ridiculous breakups and everything and like the mom and the sister and there's a certain style that this movie is, right? There's a certain style and it reminds me of sort of the the older Hallmarks where just sort of kind of silly, you know, Uh, and people like those and I'm I'm all for that. You know, I think we all like different kind of kind of movies and that's wonderful. I think that's why it didn't fit for me was because it's just not my style of film that I like. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, I didn't mind it at all. I liked, <laughs> I like a silly, a silly fun movie. Well, and, and then we get into like the technical just real quick, just like, so lighting, you guys know lighting is, is my, my cup of tea. I, I love, I love lighting. And so the lighting felt kind of all over the place to me. So they have a lot of outdoor scenes. Obviously, we're going to be in Hawaii, so a lot of outdoor scenes. I thought those were done well. Um, they used, you know, an ND filter to give it kind of like an orangish kind of glow at some certain points, which kind of threw me sometimes. Uh, but the interior shots, the lighting there just did not work for me. Um, very flat, uh, almost like old school kind of studio lighting. It just it didn't really didn't really sit well with me. What what about you? Didn't care. You didn't care. There was so much romance and comedy coming at me. <laughs> I didn't have time to notice what the lighting looked like. Oh, um, man. I, I hope, I really, you know, we talk about this. I hope there's at least one listener out there that's like, you know what, Ham? Yeah, I totally agree with you. The, the interior lighting didn't click. So if you're out there, let me know. Please, please let me know. I mean, honestly, I feel like more and more, like the more people we talk about and we know how quickly these movies are made and like how sometimes they only get like one chance to like two times to make this shot. It's like, I I don't know. It just, it doesn't bother me as much just because I'm like, I don't, well, I think that you notice it more just because that's your eye and you have that filmmaking background, but like I'm more focused on obviously the romance and like what's actually happening in the scene than like, Oh, maybe that lighting is a little off or something like that. But that's why we have this podcast because I don't notice those things and you do. Mm -hmm. But so we have, I mean, they obviously have two tickets to paradise that they're going to use. Are we going to have to get the rights to the song? Because I'm going to sing it throughout the entire episode. No, we're good. I think we're good. Uh, so they go to Hawaii, you know, they bump into each other in the, the airport, which is cute. You know, Pavey says, uh, I'm sorry, Josh, you know, Josh says that it's fate. Uh, and it, it is starting to seem like fate. Although we find out that he's, you know, later on that he's an app developer. So maybe he's hacking her phone and tracking her via GPS. We don't know. Uh, and Hawaii, can we just say, is just gorgeous i feel like they've done enough hallmark movies in hawaii now like that's like the summer location and it's really just making me want to go to hawaii we've never been to hawaii uh and it just looks absolutely beautiful there yeah i mean they they did some some really nice shots kind of leading in uh some of the b-roll though i thought was a little little odd there was one b-roll in particular that it was almost like fuzzy like it was anti-aliased a lot. Um, I don't know if you noticed. He like looks off in the distance, and they cut, and I think it was like the surfing one. And the camera, it was like very like grainy. Did you notice that one? Sure, sure didn't. I, you know, I'm gonna have to start tapping and be like, look, look at the grain, look at the grain. Uh, but no, the B-roll was really nice. I think they had some some good shots of the island. You know, when you do these sort of destination places, you know, you really want to feel like you're there. And I think they did a really nice job of of exploring and making us feel like we're there. Yeah, I agree. Um, and let's just talk a little bit about so once they get to Hawaii, you know, obviously it definitely it definitely seems like Hannah is a lot more heartbroken than Josh is. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? 
Uh, well, Josh doesn't show it, right? He he keeps his his heart very very he, tight. He's just locked. so cool. Yeah. He's just no, I, I think she is. She's definitely more heartbroken. It takes her a minute to kind of enjoy the island. Yeah, and she and it, I really love that they embrace that. You know, like a lot of times when there's like breakups in these movies, it's kind of like they just seem like they're over it really quickly. And it's like she goes through these sort of like ebbs and flows of it. Like she's trying to get over it and she's, you know, feeling like good about it. And then something will happen and it reminds her, you know, of Marcus or he who will not be named. And she's like right back there and yeah. she's like heartbroken again. And I just thought she played that really um, genuinely that I, I felt like it was very believable to me. And um and I and I love that message of the like them trying to get over their heartbreak, but like she should still go on her honeymoon. And she's even like cheering her cheering herself of like happy honeymoon, Hannah. Like I really like that scene where she says that. And we have to. I mean, we can't talk about them entering into Hawaii without talking about the concierge. These concierges are getting better and better in these films. They're I such know. pivotal characters. Uh, Kailani. Fantastic. Loved, Absolutely fantastic. Love. She was great. Her so much. She was fantastic. If I am ever left at the altar and I go on my honeymoon by myself, I want Kailani by my side. Yeah. I want her taking care of me. True friend. Was she was she at the wedding at the end? Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, but was she at the wedding at the end? I don't remember, but yeah, I'm sure she was. She 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 better have been. Yeah, she probably was like throwing flower petals down down the aisle. Perfect. But what a great character. So shout out to Kimmy Balmolero, uh, who played Kailani. Just she was just she was wonderful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So one of the one of the things that I noticed right away and that kind of bothered me is that, you know, Josh was getting married and you know, we find out later it's gonna be at the courthouse, but even if it's at the courthouse, the man's not wearing a tie. And it just it it didn't sit right with me. And he doesn't wear a tie later on too. It's something about him and ties. And so I was just like, you know, I, I didn't get it. It's not until Alice has this conversation later on where she's talking about him uh, as a little kid, Josh as a little kid, and how she had to help him tie a tie because he was waiting for his mom to come back that it, it kind of clicked. It's like, oh my gosh, this character isn't wearing a tie because he probably thinks about that time waiting for his mom to come back. And that's why he's not in a suit. That's why he, he's not dressed up. So in, in a weird way, that was a really nice attention to detail on the film's part. Or maybe Alice didn't actually teach him how yeah. to tie a tie. Alice, yeah. And he just, just never yeah. could. But speaking of Alice, Mary Margaret Humes plays Alice. Mm -hmm. And if you know me, you know how big of a Dawson's Creek fan I am. I do know that, yeah. Team Dawson. Dawson's mom, y'all, <laughs> was in this movie. Gail. Dawson's mom was playing Alice. So I was very thrilled to see her and I really enjoyed the relationship. I wasn't, we weren't sure who she was to Josh at first. Um, but I really liked their relationship that she is this mother figure for him. And I really liked that scene where she's talking about, you know, helping him tie a tie, which she may yeah. or may not have actually done. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was really excited to see Dawson's mom. Yeah. I, I thought that was really good. So, you know, the interaction between Hannah and Josh, I think, kind of really kicks off, you know, when he comes back from surfing. You know, I, would you say that when he comes to the table topless? Kind of <laughs> topless. He's topless. I was going to say shirtless, but topless, he's topless sounds. Well, no, I fell in love with him on the bench. No, I mean, I did right too, after. but I'm saying their relationship, when she starts noticing him, you know, probably. Topless yeah, baby. she's fresh off a breakup, so she's not really thinking about other yeah. men just yet. But, but when he rolls up, when Josh rolls up topless, <laughs> as you would say, uh, yeah, she's noticing. I'm noticing. Kailani is noticing. noticing. And I wasn't I wasn't upset about it. It's, it's a minor thing. I didn't like that. He wasn't wet. Like he was bone dry. <laughs> you wanted He's him like, to I be wanted wet. To be, I wanted to see because they, they go in the water at another time. And his hair's wet, you know, nothing. He looked bone dry. His arm was bleeding, too. I don't know if you noticed. His, I think it's his right arm 
it was bleeding. So I don't know if he got roughed up in the, the well, surf. Well, fun fact, Ryan Pavey actually is a, a great surfer. I know. We saw the clips. We saw this. So I mean, he did his own surfing. Yeah, uh, I believe So it. I'm sure got, that was just like up. a genuine real life cut. That added to the authenticity of it. On his arm. Uh, and but It was a cute scene. It was a cute scene, though. It was so cute. The like, she's just like, hi, you don't have a shirt on. And I'm like thinking, no, uh, he doesn't. And, you know, when she's the whole like, oh, we'll see each other later. And she, we don't have to put a shirt on. Uh, so they bring that back around. And I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and, you don't have to put on a shirt. I love um, that. That was good. Yeah. There were like laugh out loud moments for me. And Ashley Williams is really good at delivering those lines mm. in a way that it's just like a, an ordinary line. But the way she delivers them is just like she's just she's really talented with comedy. I have to say I would agree. And also, you know, real quick, we need to talk about uh, some of our supporting cast here. We have the, you know, they're at this sort of newlywed. Uh, is that what they're called? Newlyweds? They're at this resort for newlyweds. Yes, resort for newlyweds. One of the other couples there is Nick and Cal, who meet Hannah and are immediately drawn to him, super friendly. And I love this because we're obviously we're seeing representation, which is wonderful. And the way they, they speak to her, you know, they're asking her, you know, where is your, your husband or your wife, your, your person? I love that, that little back and forth, that dialogue there. I, I really appreciated that in this film. Uh, Nick and Cal, probably some of my favorite supporting cast uh, characters ever in, in, a, in a Hallmark movie that I've seen. And I think they need their own movie. Yes. Oh, man. That'd be great. I want to know how they met. Like, I want to know their whole backstory. I want everything. Nick and Cal, I absolutely adore that them. That would be a really cute movie, like the backstory. Yeah. I, I'm i I'm down with that. I'm 100%. I would watch that. Yeah. I'm totally up for if they want to have a, a sequel, you know. I like the I like the prequel idea. Oh, I like the prequel, prequel. Yeah. Um, but... Yes, they were excellent. Uh, so we do want to just shout out Cody Easterbrook and Rain Halford. Bravo. Excellent job. Loved these two characters so much. They brought so much to the movie. Uh, and I love when supporting casts do that, where they really make a name for themselves. And like you're you're thinking about them sometimes more so than the leads. <laughs> like that's. Uh, that's an incredible feat. And yeah, they did a, an excellent job. Yeah. Uh, I also, I do want to bring up the writing in this movie. I was cracking up laughing a lot in this movie. It really made me laugh. I love when a movie can do that. And it had so much heart to it as well. So it was very funny, but the characters had so much depth to them. Like I really felt like I knew them. They felt really established to mm -hmm. me. And that's just the sign of a really great writer. Uh, so props to Tracy Andreen, who is no stranger to Hallmark, like any Hallmark you can think of that you love, like she's written. Um, and then also Kevin Taft. Uh, they wrote the movie together. So there were there were a lot of cute lines. Like there's one line where she's saying uh, she's talking about his eyes. He's like, are you doing that on purpose? And he's like, what? Like this thing with your eyes. Like, I, I don't know why that resonated with me, but I just it felt very authentic and natural. Like, a, I don't know. I really liked that line. It was very specific to her character. And that's what I loved. Like, I felt like these characters were real to me. And it's just because it was written so well. Like, that is something that Hannah Holt would say. And it was so uh, sort of unusual in a way that she yeah. just was like, what are you doing? Like, are you doing that on purpose? And you're like, what? what is she talking about? And, like, the thing when he was like, oh, it's just, you know, the sun or something like that. But she just had this, like, really great, like, quirky way about her. Um, yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of genuine... Uh, moments of goodness in this script. So I'm glad you called that out. Yeah, and that was that was something that I loved about these characters. I feel like we've seen that before. It was like Hannah's like really into making lists and she's very like planning by the book. We've seen this character a hundred times and also Josh's character is like, you know, the sort of like laid back, floundering, like doesn't know what he's doing in his life. We've seen this a hundred times. But for some reason, the way these two played them, the way they were written, it felt fresh to it me. It fresh. felt new yeah. to me. And you're right. I, they were very cookie. Co yeah. I really appreciated that. It was like a, a different feel, a different take on these, this type of character. And they really each Ashley and Ryan brought something new to it um, that I felt. And I, and I really appreciated. 
I do too. I think one of my, my favorite scenes um, is probably, and I think you, you're going to know what this is right away, the uh, the ghost walk. I mean, <laughs> they Chekhov's gun it right away. In the very beginning of the film, we see him with the brochures, and it's like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it does. And Kalani, like, when when she's talking about the ghost uh, tour to uh, Hannah, cracked me up. One, just the way she delivered that, just, oh, my goodness. Beautiful. Yeah, she's like, we on the island, we take the <laughs> this very seriously, and so should you. <laughs> so good. And I loved that Hannah was, like, terrified. At, I mean, that jump, when she jumps into Josh's arms, like, oh, my gosh. I don't know how many takes they had to do for that. I hope it was just the one, and it was just perfect. <laughs> one and done. One and uh, done. I absolutely love that. Wait, 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 I, I, it, it, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, I was laughing out loud. Like, it was so cute and so funny. It was. I mean, it was over the top, but I, I feel like it, it worked for that scene, and Reminded me of when, uh, you know, you got me a, a ghost tour uh, for my birthday a few years ago, and it was it was spooky, but not because of the ghosts, but because of, of who led the tour. <laughs> Things got weird. And uh, I, I mean, no one was jumping into into anyone's arms, but um, but yeah, it was it was pretty memorable. It was it was good. So highly recommend the ghost tours in your local area because the people that that do them are pretty, pretty good characters, pretty good characters. Yeah. What did you think about? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Ryan Pavey in a towel. I was yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, but again, we have another Pavey shirtless. I'm sorry, we have another Pavey topless, topless. scene. Um, topless in a towel. Topless in a towel, Pavey. Uh, and we see some muscle definition. I mean, it's they're being very suggestive. It's pretty steamy. I'm not gonna lie. I was feeling some type of way <laughs> about Mr. Pavey, and I. I mean, thank you, Hallmark, for, for putting this in a movie. And again, I, if you know me, I haven't always been a huge Ryan Pavey fan, um, but he's never, I don't think he's ever been topless in a movie before. So call me superficial, but. They're going for it. I, <laughs> but I mean, on the more romantic side, the, the whole treehouse scene. What's more romantic than. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, you know, they they lose a, a three legged race, which I'm glad they lost because, you know, Nick and Cal obviously are gonna win that. I mean, Nick I think Nick was like a championship three legged. Yeah, they're or, pros. Yeah. So I'm glad they lost, but uh, Nick and Cal end up giving them the, the treehouse dinner. Um, such a, a, a beautiful scene. You know, they really start to connect here again. And um, you know, at the end of it, you know, I'm sure you'll talk about some of the details here, but at the end of it, when she's like, are we going to hug? Like, again, that little line there, it, it's such her character, and they do hug. And I don't know, just I love that scene in the treehouse. The whole dinner, their, their conversation, all of it just felt authentic and beautiful. Yes. What a great scene. And again, really wonderful lines here. The chemistry was just, oh, man. And it, I... I love this when I'm like very pleasantly surprised when sadly I was thinking that I, well, not, I just, I didn't know how the chemistry was going to be with these two, but oh my gosh, like the tension, the feeling, like the looks, the looks they were giving each other. I definitely was feeling it. And then there's this line where he says, you know, I guess they're looking at the, the sunset and he's like, it's the second time today that I've stopped and gotten lost in something. And and she's like, when was the first? And he just oh. like gives her this look. And I'm just like, it is, it is palpable. I love the whole thing with the moon, with they're looking at the moon and the they texting, like text each other. Yeah. And then it comes back around again later in the movie. You know, we love, I love a good, a good moon. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But, um, you know, big fans of big fans of moons, big fans of moons, <laughs> big, but big, big fan- moon fans here, guys. We are big moon fans. If you know anything about this podcast, you know, we're big moon fans, <laughs> big fans of it's a wonderful life. And you, you know, I love the scene where he's like, you know, I'll pull down the moon for you. Um, oh, let's see if I can do it. Uh, you want, you want the moon, Mary? I'll get you the moon. See that right there. She's got to toss a lasso around, pull it down for you. You've you've done better before, but I know Ooh. you were on the spot. On it the was spot. it was pretty good, um, but no, it, it is a special thing for us personally. Uh, the moon, but so I love that. I love that that was incorporated. Uh, I thought it was really sweet. I I just think you know the moon is is romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think lots of things are romantic. <laughs> Lighthouses, moons, moons. 
uh, well, Ryan know, Pavey, topless in a towel. All things romantic. Ghosts. And <laughs> really, I think one of the things, just to go back on the ghosts, because, again, I love this scene. Uh, I feel like this could give us a Halloween Hallmark movie. So let, let's get to writing out there, folks. All right? Let's, let's make that movie happen, because you can see that romance and spookies, it, it works together. Well, there actually is a Halloween Hallmark movie with Ashley Williams. Uh, I think it's called like October Kiss. We haven't seen seen it. I know. I'm putting this is on my list. (laughs) I'm watching it. We're gonna do it. Bringing it back. Um, Is it worth watching, guys? I feel like it. It is. I mean, Ashley Williams is in it, and the guy from uh, Parenthood. I don't know his name, but. So then you know, we get to a part of the movie that I knew was coming, and and I look to you. I'm like, oh man, they're doing this, and you're like, you you seem surprised. Her, you know, her fiance is calling the treehouse. We know he's going to be coming to the island. And he does. And this, to me, is where the movie takes a huge dip in quality. So my two least favorite characters in the movie were her mom and her sister. Yeah, her mom and or her sister's okay. Her mom is awful. Awful. <laughs> great actors. I mean, they did a great job because they made me not like them. Because why are you pushing for your daughter to get back with the guy that left her at the altar? Who broke her heart into a million pieces. And the mom only cared about the dress when her daughter was just crying. Like, not a good mom, in my opinion. No, they were not looking out for Hannah's best no. interest. And not the way Josh was. No. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, Josh, <laughs> Josh was the best. <laughs> so they just keep telling her, you need to talk to him, you need to talk to him. Yes, they did need to have a conversation, but they were pushing it so hard. It was like, well, you're going to get back. And like, you know, he messed up. He was scared, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. If a man leaves you at the altar on your wedding day. Through your sister. It doesn't, no, he couldn't have, it could have been anyway. If he leaves you on your wedding day, there is no way you should get back together no. with that Especially, man. Especially, but oh, come on, the sister thing, that was ridiculous. That to me is a clincher. So, uh, Marcus uh, is the, is the man's name. And so, yes, he does show up. And honestly, I was surprised. I thought they would have a conversation. I didn't think they were actually going to bring no, that, him. That was con- that had to be the conflict to paradise, you know, because it was working out so well for them. So they had had the conflict. Conflict was going to be Marcus, um, but I did like how Josh looked to her when Marcus was Marcus was there to see if she would be okay. Um, I like that scene when he kind of like hands her off to Marcus. Uh, Josh has been looking out for her from uh, the one. minute he met her. The coconuts? I mean, come on. He was just trying to get her a good solo honeymoon. He was trying to... And that's what I loved about this movie. There was no, like, intent. Like, he was not trying to get with this woman. He wasn't trying to, like, take advantage of her heartbreak. He wasn't... No. Like, he literally yeah. is just such a good person. And it was just, like, trying to get her through this hard time. And maybe... In some sort of like subconscious, like selfish way, it was like helping him get over his. But mm-hmm. like he literally just wanted the best. Just being for a good her. guy. Just being a just guy. Just being a good guy. Which is why I don't understand why she entertains Marcus. Like she's come to this realization that they weren't right for each other after talking with Josh. It's because of her mom and her sister. They were pressuring her. She felt like that was the right thing I to do. I don't think it. I really don't think it was her mom and her sister. I think she's just that type of person that would. But and so okay. This is, oh man, I just get angry talking about it. So she lets him sleep over. Like I, I thought they would talk and then he would go off. But then she spends the rest of the vacation with him. Uh, I don't, I, th- oh man, I would just be like. Well, you I, say rest of vacation. It was like a day. It was like two days. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't even entertain him. I'd be like, look, why are we even doing this? You left me. You, uh, there's no point. And so to me the the conflict here i thought it would be even more ridiculous they didn't go there i thought like josh would see them kiss or something and then run off but that didn't happen thankfully but the conflict to me is just very annoying to me because i felt like they were trying to go for i don't know it just it it just made me mad it made me mad i know that's what conflict shock is value supposed to do. maybe i know that's what conflict is supposed to do it didn't feel like her character like her character had gone on this journey where she had come to this realization and then she takes them back and that, to me, is is the flaw in that. I think that's what I'm trying to well, get at. Well, she doesn't take him back. I think she's confused. I think she, she does. They start spending time together. They start like she I takes him back. I don't know how long her and Marcus were together. I don't know if they actually say the number. You're better with numbers than I am. But they've been together for a while right. that they were going to get married. So obviously there is a bond between these two, no matter 
what it is. They love each other, whether or not they're in love with each other. They shouldn't be together, obviously, but there is some sort of love between these two. So she is, you know, trying to figure out, you know, her whole thing was like she was trying to figure out what love was. So I think in her mind, she just had to hear him out. She had to like figure out what what this was. Why was she drawn to this man? Why was she going to marry him? And now that he came back, I mean, it was a sweet gesture for him to come to Hawaii. And so I think it was just her like trying to figure it out. But they it obviously his mom made him go. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, come a, on. that's a whole nother issue. Oh, man. But the, the thing was, I, I, I get that she needed to figure it out herself. To me, she should have never considered taking him back at that point in the story. After spending time with Josh, after coming to that realization, it should have never come to that. It should have been like, hey, let's have this conversation now. You need to go. I don't know that she was thinking about taking him back. I think... It, she was leaving with him. I mean, they were going back to together. Well, they lived together. They had a life together. So I think it was sort of like her way of like ending things. Like her, she had to like close that chapter of her life. But she doesn't. Because she hadn't actually spoken to she him. She was literally going out the door with him. And then she's like, oh, wait, no. That That's the problem with this movie for me is that her character falls back instead of pushing forward and it just it didn't feel really well i didn't see it that way i think it was a normal trajectory for her to have to close this chapter she had a relationship with this man they were going to get married so she has to like see it to the she end doesn't, but she doesn't owe him that because she and that's the thing that bothered me she goes through this whole big breakup with him this big speech with him you don't owe him that girl. He left you at the altar through your sister. Yeah. How insane is that? You owe him nothing. You should have just left. Should have just walked out the room. That's what he deserved. True. But we it did lead to one of the greatest scenes in the movie is it. when Nick and Cal are seeing them. They're like making lace together. Oh, <laughs> They're yeah. just like <laughs> so good. Um, who is this person? Because they've been thinking that Josh was her fiance this whole or they, her, they don't correct her them. husband this they whole time. They never correct them either. You know, no. That was funny too. Um and then all of a sudden this other man is there and they're like, who is this? And she's like, oh, this is my fiance. And they're just like, what? <laughs> and I love the scene where he's like uh, tap three times if you need anything. Yes, like, tap on the yes, table. Tap on the table. Um, I wrote that down too. Tap on the table three times. And they really are just like, which I think we're all thinking. They're just like, no, but really, like, who is this person? And she's like, I don't really know anymore. And I think that's. I think she was wrestling with a lot of feelings. She thought she loved this person. She thought she was going to spend her life with this person. And then that sort of just blew up. And so she's just trying to figure it out. And so that's what I took from from that whole thing. Um, I don't love that she was like thanking him for figuring it out before her. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I get uh, that she was like, because I mean, honestly, she probably would have gone through with the wedding, right? If he hadn't left her. So I kind of get the thanking, but he doesn't need any thanks. Like no. he was not a great person. He needs to run back to his mom and figure it out. Yeah. Um. But I love that. You know, there were so many things, you know, speaking of romance, we're harping on Marcus, which he doesn't need the time of day. Like <laughs> Hannah and Josh, like I loved that their whole thing was like sort of grounded in this like friendship that they were helping each other through mm -hmm. the heartbreak, um, which then leads to love. But like it really kind of showed the whole um of like what she really needed, what she thought she needed or wanted in her life. And then realizing like Josh is showing her what she actually needs in a relationship and like in her life, which is like someone who actually sees her, someone who appreciates the like little quirks about her. Um, I mean, when he like goes and finds her like the real coconut drink, yeah. I mean. Yeah, super cute super super romantic like when a man listens to you <laughs> and follows up on it like there's nothing better than that so that really got me i loved that and then it goes to show how marcus was just like oh i'm gonna get you the you know the fake coconut drink that's like really expensive because i thought that's what you wanted but you better drink it it was 45 dollars <laughs> marcus and when she is saying goodbye to josh like we didn't talk about this like i I mean, Ashley Williams, I like bow down to you. That scene when she's just like, Josh, wait, like I had like a, a <laughs> lump in my throat 
and she's like wanting to say so many things to him, but she feels like she can't because she's walking away with Marcus and there's just so much left to be said. And they just played that scene so wonderfully without any words. Honestly, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. Again, Um, Pavey just really came through in this role. Just phenomenal. Just, man, I mean, obviously I should do, but, both of them. I mean, this was such an unlikely pair for me. And I had no idea that I was going to love them together yeah, so much. They were great. Um, and, an, and another thing that I really love that they touched on with the writing was like, there was this really great sort of theme of like, you know, Josh is the character that, you know, he talks about they, like their whole thing is like, they're trying to figure out who they are apart from like who they were with. Right. And I love that these two come together and they sort of like bring out the best in each other. Yes. Whereas the other people sort of, they were complacent and they didn't fully like know who they are. And there's this great line where Hannah is like asking Josh, how, how could you make this relationship work with like his girl, Becca? Um, if you didn't really know who you were, like, how can you be, I'm paraphrasing, but like, how can you be good together as a couple when you don't really know who you are individually? And I just thought that was a really great like theme throughout the movie that they need this sort of alone time to figure to, like, out who they are. Yeah, yep. figure out what they think love is and like who they are. And I love that they found that together. So I thought it was just a really beautiful story. And you know me, looking for the romance. Like I mean, I just oh, I know it. I ga- know. It gave me everything that I wanted out of these movies. So. And like I said, if it, if it wasn't really. For some of the technical hiccups we had and the the back half of this film, like even towards the end of it, like as I mean, I almost just like I was so upset that I just kind of like explain to me what happens at the end here, because I, I got a little confused at the end. So walk me through the ending. So I don't know how much time this passed. That's that's the thing that drives me crazy. I that, don't know how much time. This that passed. was a little confusing. I wish there would have been some sort of like you know written thing two out months, like, like two, two months, months. like okay. they did the one year later they actually wrote out one year later he goes and like closes the chapter with becca she closes the chapter with marcus and then they bump into each other and i don't Randomly, know like, how much time is, is it like a, did they text it was it just a random bump like yeah i mean the moon was out they were texting each other about the moon just, and then they bumped so into each other weird right like it was weird because just because I didn't know how much time had passed, but I didn't really care because I was just happy that they were back together. See, that's funny to me because I cared and I was mad. Like, <laughs> so you didn't care because you were happy. I was like, I was mad about Marcus and now I'm mad about how much time has passed. Did they text each other to meet up? Like, how is this happening? Why is this happening? I don't know. I saw the moon and she was happy to text him. It was super cute. Wait, So let's just say maybe a month because one full moon into another full moon, that's a month, right? Sure. I mean, he had time to like you know buy it get a house and she's broken in this market oh man maybe it was a year man (laughs) no either way they find their way back to each other and and yeah i really think it's cute they have a a so we don't know the time but then they like flash forward to so this is my this is my one qualm my my one issue (laughs) is that i wanted I wanted multiple kisses. So they, I wanted the kiss there. They're looking at the moon. They're texting each other. They bump into each other. They're like, oh my gosh, did you figure out what love is? I think I did. And that needed a kiss. I wanted a kiss there, a nice, good close up kiss there, but they don't. They cut to one year later. One year later, they're back in Hawaii and they're getting married. Wonderful. I'm so happy for them. It's everything I wanted. Nick and Cal are there. Nick and Cal are there. Kalani's there. I'm pretty she's I'm pretty sure she's there. But the kiss is not the kiss is not what I I wanted. What what in if you had to rate it some arbitrary rating, let's just say a campfire. Some kind of campfire. (laughs) You know, if it's wet or maybe there's little sparks or what would you rate it? I'm gonna rate it sparks just because of the moment. The whole scene itself <laughs> gave me sparks, and I was living for it. You are fluffing this rating right now. That is, I'm fluffing it a little because they do the zoom out. I don't. You know how I feel about the zoom out. I want a close up. I want to see the mouths. I, I want see to see saliva dripping down chins. No, 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 I want no. it all. Come on, don't don't get out of hand here. I don't want that. I want to see the kiss. I don't want to. 
lips meet, zoom out, and then it's far away, and I can't really tell if I can see sparks flying, flying off of her. You know, okay, that's it was it was disappointing to me, but it because it was a far away shot, but the moment itself made me really happy. So I'm I'm gonna go with sparks. <laughs> we know. I mean, you know, we talk about them zooming out. I mean, really, that's just kind of how you end a film. You you end on a wide, right? Generally but after speaking. the kiss, let me let me get a little bit of that. So goodness. a little bit of a kiss, and then let's go to the wide. A little bit of that good, good, and, and then, then okay. you can zoom out. All right. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. but that's just a note for you, Dustin Reichert, who was the director, and I do want to shout him out because he has directed. A plenty of movies that we adore and this is like next on my list maybe not for you <laughs> not but for you know he's done next top christmas sweet pecan summer sweet one royal holiday um so this is just a note for you Stop maybe <laughs> next time don't zoom out for me just for me maybe other people enjoy the zoom out but i just want like a nice close-up also adding on to just a few shout outs for technical i have to shout out the costuming and the music because costuming I really loved. I don't mm. know about you, but there was this number that Ashley Williams wears. It's like the green floral top with like the high-waisted cream shorts. Yep, that's the one I... See, that I like that one. I felt the other numbers were a little safe. Other than the wedding dress, I felt the other ones were a little familiar, a little hallmark. This, this other one that you mentioned, though, was, was spot on. Yeah, I loved it. And uh, we've uh, talked about her before, but Meredith Nixon did the costuming. She did it for Hidden Gems and Love for Real. Um, and I, so I really enjoyed it in this movie. I mean, I don't know if she had anything to do with the Ryan Pavey topless in a towel. I'm sure, I'm sure she did. Um, but thank you for that, Meredith. And uh, also, composer was Sean William. I really enjoyed the music. I loved how it was like themed with like the sort of like Hawaiian yeah, feel. There, was, there wasn't too, there was a little bit of cheesy music uh, in the beginning, but they kind of held off. It wasn't just you know hammered over the head. So I think they did a nice job kind of keeping that in check. Yeah, he's really good with like doing themes, and I've talked yeah. about that before. Um, he's done right in front of me and like the Santa Stakeout. So he's really good at like pulling a movie together and like having that sort of like themed score yep. throughout. So I really appreciate that. But yeah, I love this movie. I know we're differing in this, but I'm I am I very happy that it turned out to be better than i than i was expecting and i think i'm in the minority on this one because we did have our our followers reach out to us which ones they like this was the top um and with that said i think we need to get to our top four picks for the summer films so i know you guys have all been waiting for bated breath for this baited baited uh we'll start with you stephanie number four what is your number four being you know we say the worst but i i don't like to say that because i think all of these had things that we did enjoy we'll say this like what is your your bottom of the summer film well this is really hard because i honestly think like you said these were all wonderful films well i didn't say that i didn't say they were all wonderful they I, were I said, better than they were, last year's they were better than last year's yes and they all had something that we liked about them at least yes there yes. were none that were duds there were right. none that i was I like agree with that, yes. i wouldn't I don't think there were any that I said I wouldn't watch again. Okay. I think I said I would watch all of them again. And so my number four, it is in no way saying that it is a bad movie at all because I did enjoy the movie. But the only reason is at the bottom is because, and if, if you've listened to the episode, the romance was lacking for me in this movie, even though I enjoyed everything else mm -hmm. about it. So um, because I need that romance, Mariah's Lighthouse is going to be mm. number four mm. for me. Okay. It's funny. As we go through this, it, I, this will be funny. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, number four for me is Head and Gems. Uncut uh, Gems? Uncut Gems. I was just, yeah, Head and Gems just didn't do it for me. Um, I, I did like the characters, but overall, it's just, it's just kind of a miss. It's just kind of a miss for me. Gotcha. Number three. What is your number three? Uh, well, Head and Gems. It's gonna be uh, my my number three because I I really liked it and I thought Did it was you? cute. Okay, I mean there's there again there are some good things about these, but just thinking about what I would watch again and what kind of left a, a mark on me, um, and something you know I'm gonna think about later on. Okay, again, all of these movies were really good. Like I would watch all of these movies <laughs> again. I don't like I honestly don't like rating these. It's so hard for me, but it's not. This one's pretty easy for me. What uh, is your number three? Two tickets. 
two tickets no. to paradise. I'm sorry. Again, technical and just the end. Just so this two tickets got two tickets to number three. Number three. What about number two? Uh, my number two is going to be Caribbean summer. Ooh, okay. All or right. Caribbean summer. Okay. Um, I, I really liked that movie. It honestly would have been my number one. Right. But then I saw okay. this next movie. So that is my number two. I, I loved the leads. Uh, we talked about that. Want to see more of them. It mm-hmm. made me laugh. I thought it was a, a, a fun, fresh plot. Um, yeah, it was. And summer. Like these movies definitely yeah, gave thank me. Thank you. Thank you for giving me, me a summer. <laughs> gave me the summer. Um, we've had some we've had some in the past that it's just like an afterthought of the, the season. So if you're gonna theme it, theme it well, and they did. Yeah. And what is your number two? Uh Mariah's Lighthouse is my number two. Uh, romance, I don't really care about that. To me, technically speaking, this film was beautiful, shot well, lit well. They did some great things with lighting here. God rays coming in from the doors, the foggy interior, uh, costuming was great. Uh, just a real treat to watch. Um, and we have a mystery too. So I'm all about that. So Mariah's Lighthouse, uh, my number two, my number two, which is funny because it's your number, you know, before. So again, when technical comes in strong, I'm all about that. But go ahead. Number and I'm one. all about the romance. So my number one is two tickets <laughs> to paradise. Uh, Oh God, that song! Oh, you know, I, I well, we we know we, we they've heard it. I was skeptical. You just <laughs> listened to the episode, but you know, I'm on the Pavey train now, guys. I mean, so far, this movie is my number one Pavey movie. My number one Ashley Williams movie. These two together were so much fun. They just it it just it had every facet of what I want mm-hmm. in a Hallmark movie. So. Yeah, that's why it's my favorite one. Well, obviously, number one is going to be uh, Caribbean Summer. Uh, for all the things you said, it was it was a very fresh plot. I love the location. I love the shots. I love the lighting. Um, I love the main characters. These, these these actors and the characters themselves, just wonderful. I It was good. It was just a really solid film. Um, and yeah, that is my number one spot to me. Top of the top of the summer, the summer pile for me. Um, but yeah, overall, like you said, great summer movies. I think this was a lot of fun for us. Uh, we enjoyed enjoyed watching them. We had a good time watching them. I hope you guys had a good time listening to us talk about them. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next year because I feel like they just keep getting better and better. I agree. Um, so we have Christmas in July Man, coming we, up. Oof. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Hamilton is is maybe not as much of a fan of, of Christmas I'm, in July as I'm I am. Not. But we'll see. I'm I'm gonna go into it with with open open arms. I have no expectations for these movies. I haven't really seen many many previews for them yet. Um, so I'm going in. I think with like lower expectations. That's usually a, like a better bet. But I am excited to see some new Christmas movies get me sort of like in the Christmas spirit yeah. since it has been it's so, so incredibly hot. hot. It's so hot. Um, I'm just going to like go into that world and just like immerse myself in Yeah, I mean, we're in, we're in North Carolina, so not only has it been hot, but it's been so humid. So, you know, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll turn on the AC. We'll have some hot cocoa and uh, we'll make a thing of it. Some hot, some iced hot cocoa. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, iced hot cocoa. Um, Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. This was fun. Uh, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy this one as much as I did, but but this is is this episode 101. This is 102. 102. So we we've made the the big the big mark here. So episode 102. Like we said before, guys. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for your messages. We've gotten some really great messages from you guys lately, and. We're very appreciative of that and, you know, very appreciative of the reviews and and the likes and stuff. And, uh, you know, y'all keep us going. So thank you. Yes. If you are listening on iTunes, uh, Apple podcast, they uh, give you the chance to give us a rating or review. And those just really make our days. If you give us a rating and review, it really helps us out. It really makes our day like i said and just it, it it means a lot to us so if you are listening on there and you are enjoying the podcast please let us know uh so yeah thank you guys so much and we will see you for christmas in july <laughs> see you then thank you thanks